Blog Talk Radio. That's a show that me and Sarah actually do where we talk about different things, anywhere from crystals to chakras to, well, what we're doing today, which is the five different types of star children. So, okay, so if you don't know who I am, I am a world-renowned psychic medium, and you can find me at TessaLunaLuvia.com, and you can also find Sarah at TheIlluminaProject.com, and I'll have all these links below in the description. But I'm hoping most of you do listen to us all the time and kind of know who we are. But if you aren't and you're new, I appreciate you guys listening, and go ahead and check out our website so you can get to know us better. So I'll go ahead and bring Sarah on. Hi, Sarah. Hey, T. How you doing, girl? I'm doing better than I was, girl. <laughs> First Aww. of all, let me start off this whole show talking about my past week. This has been a, you know what, Sarah? I don't think I should go to Hawaii. I don't I don't think that that is anything for me, okay? And let me tell you why because the very first time I went, as you all know, I had to film a TV series there. And I was there for, what was it, like four, well, I think three days or three nights and four days, something like that. I got there, I started filming, woke up and filmed, and I didn't even get a sightsee out of the hotel at all, okay, because I had to catch a plane and come back home. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to go to Hawaii. So I ran this giveaway, and I'm like, okay, who wants to go to Hawaii with me? And I had this girl that won. I was excited. I was like, girl, are you ready? And she was like, oh, I can't go to Hawaii. And I'm like, but you won the giveaway. Why did you enter? You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I was like, what in the heck is going on? So I'm like, you know what, fine. I will go by myself. It's cool, whatever. I ain't running no more dumb giveaways, by the way. So... I went to, so I got on the plane and I was like, okay, it's just going to be me. I'm going to be chilling. I'm going to check out all the sites. You know, I'm going to have an entourage with me. So ain't nobody going to know who I am. I'm just going to be somebody chilling on the resort with no makeup, you know, girl on the plane. I ate something that gave me food poisoning. I threw up from the time I landed till the time I boarded, which was two days later. I stayed the entire time. And first, let me let me say, y'all, I am deathly allergic to coconut, and in Hawaii, everything is <laughs> everything. made with coconut. So I'm like, <laughs> why am I here? This is like a death wish for me. So I get on the plane and I come back home, and again, my Hawaii experience consisted of in the hotel 24/7. 
until I got back on the plane. So you know what? I'm not going back to Hawaii. Don't invite me. Don't ask me. Don't, don't look for me to yeah. go because I am not going anywhere. I am not meant to be there, girl. They don't want me for some reason. Well, and have you looked into, like, your past lives there? Because you might just be experiencing some kind of weird, like, reintegration of soul peace and things like that. Um, but, you know, you always say that you, you, <laughs> you don't like islands. And you don't like airplanes, <laughs> so this true, just kind of true. fed into that, right? Yeah, that's true. Because, uh, yeah, that that's true. Sarah knows. And the crazy thing is, is when I was young, I lived in Florida and Louisiana, and I loved the water. And I love the water now, but I'm so terrified of the ocean that it's ridiculous that I refuse to live anywhere near it. So yeah, that was a huge mistake, and I won't be doing that again. So yeah, so everybody that's been messaging me and asking me on Facebook, oh, my God, girl, how's your trip, and why are you back so soon? <laughs> girl, now you know. Now you know. Now you can bring it on down it's and awful. not ask no <laughs> It was terrible. I'll never go again. Don't ask me. Don't care. <laughs> if I want a trip okay. right now, all expenses paid, I would give it away. Crazy. Aww. Well, um, okay, yeah. and not wanting to be near the ocean or live near the ocean, is that a precognition type thing, or is that just um, yes. Um, yes, energetic? No, it's a precognition, premonition type thing, because I'm going to tell you, ever mm-hmm. since I was a little girl, I knew I had to stay in the Midwest. And, and I know we've talked about this before, me and you, just me and you, but I've mm-hmm. always had to stay in the Midwest because for some reason – Ever since I was 12, and I used to write this in my journals and everything, I always imagined that all the, all the, the well, they're not islands, but all the, like, little states would fall off into the ocean, and there would be, like, this little, like, patch of the United States left that wasn't underwater, and I knew I had to be in, like, one of those areas, like Indiana or, like, Ohio or Illinois or Kentucky. I knew mm-hmm. I had to be, like, in this little patch that I knew – was going to be left. And I'm not saying that's going to happen. I'm not doing like this big Nostradamus prediction here, but, <laughs> but I have always, I've always had that as a child that that was 100% oh. going to happen. And so I believe it with so everything. Note to I, self. Yeah. Note to note self, y'all. Self. Don't move. Yeah. Those of us who don't live in Ohio, Indiana, or Kentucky, or Illinois, we're, we're all going to die. <laughs> well, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying that I definitely am terrified myself of going. Because Sarah's like, come to California. I'm like, no, girl, no, yeah. because it's right there on the water, girl. Not gonna do it. But yeah, I'm I'm terrified for some reason. It's crazy, but you know what? That actually is like kind of gonna introduce us into what we're talking about today. Because um, mm-hmm. if you know who I. If you follow me on Facebook, if you've even been to my website for five minutes because you were in the bathroom bored, you know that I consider myself a celestial star being. I mean, who doesn't know that about me? I think everybody knows that about me. And what I say and mean by that is is that I incarnate from another planet onto this planet, and then I live here. Now, first of all, let's say, you know – as a child, I already knew something was wrong because I had all these abilities that were just crazy and like 20, 25 different abilities. And I mean, even now I meet people, I bring people in my classes, I do shows and I might meet somebody with like 
one ability. I, I met one girl one time that had like 12 abilities, and I was like, okay, you know, but nobody that even compared to me. Well, until I met Sarah, and I mentioned this in every Aww. show that I, I knew. I knew that I had me a little uh, – star being twin up in here because it was like she was like looking in the mirror so but yeah so that's kind of what I consider star beings to be are very psychic with so many abilities and I believe it's because information that we can universally download when we need it we kind of have this thing inside of us to where if we need information we just kind of universally download it. it's so weird and I talk about this all the time in my other shows where I went to law school and I never even bought a book and I showed up to what I had to show up to. And then I took the bar and didn't even study and passed it the first time. And so it's not like you can't check it out because you can, I mean, just go to the bookstore and see what she buy. Well, she bought nothing, you know? So it was like, I bought what I had to buy. I studied what they made us study. And then other than that, I did nothing and I passed it first time. And it was the same when I would, like, go to court or, like, if I do cases or, like, if I do psychic readings. It's just for some reason the information just comes to me. I just, like, download it. And so that mm-hmm. is what I look at when I look at star beings. So when I say star child to you or even star seed, what what do you think of, Sarah? Uh, well, the star they they are the children that have had – so many lives off earth that they they process information differently here so so you saying that they have they have multiple abilities they they just kind of get things as they come that that's really true in in psychic and intuitive ways um do i think that star games always have and this, this has nothing to do with you this is just me our beings always have like that earthly common sense. I would they're just not used to being on this plane on occasion and oftentimes they don't want to be on this plane. They don't want to stay here and so it, it brings a lot of challenges to their lives. Um, but as you said, downloading, you can download information so quickly and, and yes, it's true. It's almost like someone takes this little ball and they drop it in your head and and it's like they're dropping an entire book into your consciousness and your awareness and then you have to go in and and unravel that book right you have to go in and kind of look at the page and and what those pages say on them or what um visions or images or knowings that you'll get from them so um so yes ultimately star star are highly sensitive highly highly capable psychic beings that that are really here for evolution of, of our planet and of, of humanity. Don't you agree, T? I absolutely agree. And I think your phone's cutting in and out. See, I thought it was me, but then somebody messaged me on Facebook and said that you're cutting in and out. So it might be you. Oh, maybe no. you're walking around or something. Yeah. So maybe you're like mm. walking around. Cause at first, before the show started, me and Sarah thought it was me. And I'm like, I'm like smacking my mic going, I knew I shouldn't have bought this crap. So yeah. So I'm oh. up my mic for nothing, but you're okay now. I think maybe it's like if you move okay. or something. Yeah. I completely agree that it's like, I believe, and and you know what, and and I think this is why I feel the way I do when I always say, we're not here to help others stop saying that. You know, I think it's because of who I actually am, because starseeds Mm -hmm. and star children are 
worried about the evolution of this planet, and they are trying to get this planet in a way to where it needs to go to a higher frequency. And that's what I feel like. I feel like I'm more concerned about the people who are willing to better themselves and bring themselves on a higher frequency because I feel like by you putting yourself to where you need to be, that's how you're helping others because others see you do mm-hmm. it and then they want to do it. And that's how I feel like help others. But as far as coming here and depleting yourself to give to other people and you, you don't even have your own life together, I'm totally against that. I don't even agree with that. And, again, that's probably because I'm a star, I'm a star being and we're more arrogant to the fact that you kind of need to just raise your own frequency and inspire and motivate others to do the same type thing to where like and and let's talk about that would be more like crystal children I think crystal children are so very sensitive I like to think of crystal children as more spiritual beings and if you don't know what I talk about when I say earth beings spiritual beings or star beings then that's a whole nother show but (laughs) but, but I I talk about that a lot but yeah (laughs) but but let's go to the indigo because you know the children that are standing up to everything that's going on, to the gun violence and everything. And we're not going to get politic, pol- political, whatever that word is up in here. I'm just, I'm just making an example that, that that's the type of a child that would be more of like an indigo child. I, when I think of indigo child, I, I like to think of like um, a, a warrior or somebody that's going to stand up for what they believe in, someone that's not going to take no crap from the legal system or anything else. I'm not saying they're out here doing illegal things, but if they see something that's not right with the system, they just don't sit there, they stand up. And that's how I look at more like an indigo child. What what would you perceive as an indigo child, Sarah? Oh, definitely. And and I fully agree with you. It's it's really so I I've always considered myself an indigo. Um because the main thing about indigos is that if if someone is not in alignment or if whether it's an establishment or a person, if they're not real, if they're not walking in their true path, indigos are going to say screw you. You know, they're not going to want anything to do with, with anything that's broken or anything that's not working for the highest good. Um, and so they really are kind of that, the, the new age of, of beings. And now they're, they're actually quite old well, not quite old, but you know, they're, they're in like their, their thirties, forties, fifties, sixties, where they're really standing up and saying, listen, we're not going to take this anymore. Um, and, and that can be seen as like rebellion. And so sometimes they get a bad name as being rebels. Um, sometimes they even, because they're so highly attuned to what is alignment, they're, they're really intuitive, they're psychic, um, and they can even be diagnosed with things like, like ADD or ADHD. And so ultimately I think indigos are they're like the trailblazers I would say they're the the big trailblazers and they're they're really ushering in this new way of being you know I agree and um the, and before we get to crystal children which I think they're very similar to indigo children in different ways but um, mm-hmm. the one thing I, I want to make clear to everybody is that we talk about as children. Now, Sarah, there is a there is a um, belief out there, let's say, that um, that these people that and, and I say people because I don't want to say children, but that these people are 
are all children that are here and this is something new. And I want to say that this is not something new because I am actually a star seed and I was a star child and I was born in 76. So, so let's think about how, how old and how long I've been here. So I'm like, I'm like in my forties, early forties. So, so indigo children and crystal children, although people are just now paying attention to it, have been here for a long time. Now, do I think that, that more are here and that more are coming and that I actually feel like they've that there's been a collective already here, but the waking up process is happening more now than before, and that's why we notice it and recognize it now more than before. What do you, what do you think about that? Definitely, and I can tell you that I, I train – so many people in, in healing and psychic realms and, and I've trained so many what they would consider as late bloomers because they're really stepping into this work in their, you know, like their forties, fifties, sixties. Um, but it's not necessarily that you're, you're a late bloomer at all. It's that it's time. It's time for the planet. It's time for humanity to raise their frequencies and their vibrations and to evolve and so that's why you're getting all these different waves of higher and higher frequency um, beings, you know, stepping onto the earth plane. Exactly, exactly. Now, getting back to what I was saying about the crystal children and the indigo children, I think are a lot alike in the fact that some might be diagnosed with like even autism, like you said, the ADHD and even autism. Um, I think that crystal children are kind of more on a higher sensitivity frequency. This is where you're going to find most your HSPs. And yes, I am an HSP, which is a highly sensitive person and because that exists in mm-hmm. other you know, beans as well. But um, what I pick up with crystal children is that they are the ones that are the most concerned with how people are getting along. I feel like that these are your sensitive children. Like as the indigo children are more um, repellent of the negativity and willing to stand, I feel like the crystal children, even though there's kind of the same purpose happening, are the ones that are kind of sitting back while everybody's standing up rebellion, kind of sitting back going, I don't know, because that might hurt somebody's feelings. So can we think of another way to do it? Do you understand what I'm saying? (laughs) Totally. Totally. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and they are like, they're highly emotional and, and they are highly sensitive. And so with that, um, they they do enjoy being alone on occasion. It's like they need that alone time. They need that processing time. And the way that crystals use their brain is is so fascinating to me. Um, and when I when I think about a crystal child, I'm taken directly to their brain. And it's almost like the level of of telepathy and and how they process information. Is, is on an even higher level than an indigo. Um, and so it, it's almost like it hits totally different neural pathways than like the average adult or, or the average person. It's really fascinating. Right. And, and, and that's what when uh, someone comes to me and says, you know, things like that about their child, and I'm like, oh, honey, you've got a crystal child. Bless your heart. <laughs> I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. God, they really cry a lot. And so yeah. when I see extra sensitive people, I'm like, 
oh, goodness, <laughs> you know, because me yeah. and sensitive people, I'm already sensitive and a hermit in my house. I can't deal with somebody else coming at me, and, and you know, <laughs> I'm like, oh, God, what are we doing? What's happening? Now we're both a hot mess, right? That's why, again, people don't open the heart chakra, but that's a whole other show. So, <laughs> so <laughs> totally, so totally. Well, and you want to know what else is so interesting about crystals, and, and we're going to talk about rainbows next, so I'm just going to throw in the rainbow children here, is that I find that they have less um, less attachment to, like, the, the school of identity, so to speak. Um, they really just see soul for soul. And because of that, you, you see more, more of the crystal children coming out as, like, gay or bi, um, because they don't have to, they don't have to like form to that past societal idea that you know it has to be a man and a woman. They just see see a soul for a soul, whether it's a man or a woman in front of them, and they fall in love with that soul. Um, and so with crystals, it's like especially I notice that um, they they tend to to step out of that, like that realm of, oh, well, it has to be a man and a woman. Right. And another thing that uh, you reminded me about, Crystal, children is they're very telepathic. They pick up emotions um, almost like staring at you and understanding that you're in a bad way even though you're smiling. You know, they're they're very sensitive to energy around you in that empathic way. So it's like you're like, I'm fine and they're like, uh-huh, yeah, right. You know, so I feel like even with animals, let's talk about crystal children and animals because I feel like this doesn't get talked about enough. Crystal children mm-hmm. and animals are very telepathic to each other, and they're very communicative to each other and, and communicative to each other. And I'm sitting here thinking today, you know, how my child's always, like, talking to the cats and the dogs and, like, telling me what they want. And I'm like, okay, thank you. But, um, you know, but I, I think about things like that, how they talk to animals or, or talk to, like, plants, you know, or even trees and kind of understand the um, empathic energy that's out there, the emotional energy that's connected to living things. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they really, they just see everything as one, right? And so, so everything has energy, whether you're a human or a plant or an animal, and, and all energies give off the same general frequencies or vibrations. And so the the crystal children are just really able to perceive that and understand it and and then, you know, interact with it, have conversations with it. It's it's awesome to see and I love that more and more um children have manifested on this planet that are that are crystals, right, T? Right. And you know what? You were talking about the rainbow child and the accepting of other people and, and ways and things like that. And and that is exactly when someone says rainbow child to me, I, I kind of think, and, and come on, y'all do it too. Y'all think about Woodstock and hippies. Come on now. Don't lie. But I think of that new way of thinking, you know, that way of changing the world to change the way of thinking of people in the world. It's kind of like this, yeah, like this hippie revolution type thing where these rainbow children come in and they're like, okay, the indigo children and the star children and the crystal children are doing their job. It's almost like we're setting up a platform for them to come 
and do what they need to do. And that's what I was trying to explain, I think, to Sarah before the show, and I kind of messed up. But I, what I was saying is, is I feel like the star children, the indigo children, and the crystal children work together to kind of bring this idea to the people by standing up, by, by being empathetic of things that are going on, and then, you know, opening people up to psychic abilities and things like that. So when the rainbow children come, we're more accepting to the ideas that they have. Did that make any sense whatsoever? <laughs> totally, totally. And it really is just transformation and evolution. You know, if you look at like the waves of humanity, we used to be so open, right? And psychically open. It's like if you think back to, you know, the days of, of alchemy and wizardry and, and magic and all of that, that was a time when humanity was, was extremely open and was able to, to work with the elements, to work with all of the realms around them. And then slowly, you know, as that wave goes up and down, humanity stepped away from that. And so they've been less, less intuitive, less psychic. And now it's opening. Now it's opening with, with all of these new waves of beings. Um, and it's like each wave is, is a step deeper into evolution, right? And so as we get into the rainbows, um, the rainbow children are, they're incredible. Um, for me, when I'm around a rainbow, I can actually feel their frequency and how high frequency it is. And because of that, they can have um, a lot of energy too, like physical energy, Um yeah, and they can often start speaking late as well, I've noticed, is that the rainbows, they, it's like they don't need to communicate through verbal speaking because they're receiving right. everything telepathically. They're receiving everything on a different level. And so oftentimes these children are being diagnosed maybe on the spectrum or things like that, but really they're just so they're so high frequency and they're so in tune with everything around them that they're they're getting information and sending information to everything around them. We just, you know, as, as adults that maybe aren't open to telepathic communication, we just don't get it. We're not receiving. And so we think something's wrong. Right. So here, so here's my question that I've been thinking about today before our show started. I, I was thinking about how here on earth, how earth beings are so concerned with labeling everything. Let's, let's talk about that. Mm -hmm. So, so they, we like label everything like this is that, and this is that, and this is what you are. And this is that. <laughs> so, so is it because we're breaking down each individual child and, or, or even person with their abilities and giving them a name or do you think it's possible that one person could be like a mixture of three things or even a mixture of all of them or a mixture of two? Or do you think that it is really broke down into certain categories? Because mind you, what you were asking me before the show started was, you know, what you felt you were and what I felt you were more like. Is it possible in your mind that maybe earth beings just label the heck out of everything? And maybe it is possible for you to be an indigo and a star? Totally, totally. And, and that's the thing is that this realm is fluid and energy is fluid. And so 
for those who might come in as as a crystal, maybe they, you know, they go through energetic upgrades to reach that rainbow aura, right? Because if you look at the aura of an indigo, their aura is the color indigo. It's like a purple blue. If you look at the the aura of a crystal, it's very crystalline. It's very clear. And rainbows, guess what, have a rainbow aura. And so I think it's completely possible and fluid to, um, to kind of merge in and out of all of them and receive different, you know, activations, upgrades, initiations, attunements to step into those other levels as well. Um, and, and it reminds me, T, of... Uh, you know, with psychic development, it's like a really good seer or a really good, um, uh, really good at receiving auditory cues. But we all have it inside of us. All of us have every single Claire inside of us. It's just a matter of what we're working on the most, what we're resonating with the most. So I truly believe that all of this is kind of like a muscle and you, you know, your thoughts create your reality. And so what you start honing towards is what you create within yourself and your, your energy field. Um, Does that answer your question, T? Yes, it does. And that is a good answer because I, I cannot be the only one on this planet that was thinking that. I mean, I just asked what y'all want to know. Y'all just scared to ask, but I'll ask. You know, I don't care. But, yeah, that's I, I completely agree because I do see aspects of other things that are combined with things that I I can do. And, and, and I have seen ores that are clear and purple, and I have seen ores mixed and and. And I've always known that that's a strong possibility that maybe we're just labeling it to death. But I, I mm-hmm. will I will say this, you know, I I've always had the ability to kind of see light and on other people and auras. Hence why I wrote my book We Are Light. Now this is this is funny story, you guys. If you've been following me since 2012, you know this story. But I wrote this book called We Are Light after I had a stroke and I kind of went back to like where I came from. Blah blah blah. That's another show but I um, I wrote this book called We Are Light because I wanted everybody to understand what I had went through and what I had witnessed and for some reason I thought the world ain't ready girl I don't know if I wasn't ready or I just thought the world wasn't ready but I didn't put it out there I wrote the whole book and then didn't put it out there because I just felt like everything I had to say the world wasn't ready for it, you know, and, and maybe I feared criticism. I don't know why I didn't put it out. I do plan to put it out sometime soon, but, but I guess what I'm saying is, is like the whole thing of being able to see light and auras on other people. I do see like mixtures of colors and I'm not talking about auras. I'm talking about inner light. Like I know this person's an mm-hmm. indigo because they have strong violet. And I know this person, you know, star being because they have, you know, like the light blue or the white and, and so on and so forth. And so, but I have seen mixtures before and that's always made me think, is this person a crystal and an indigo? So you know, I think we just label everything to death, and it's possible just to be a mixture of whatever, which brings us to our last one, which a lot of people are saying, wondering where we're going with this one. But we're going to bring up hybrid children, everybody. Come on, y'all Woo! wanted to ask. Y'all just scared to. So, but we're going to bring it up, you know. And um, I have to say, I, I've been watching this girl on YouTube for quite a while named Bridget Nelson. I'm 
you probably know who she is, where she talks about like the hybrid children and things. And I've been I've been watching her forever, mm-hmm. and I just I just love all her videos. But um, while we go on and tell them what hybrid children is, Sarah, I'll let you do the honor. Although I could if you wanted <laughs> me to, but I'll let you do the honor. Okay. So um, as we were talking about, you know, the different leveling ups, right, like the indigos and then the crystals and then the rainbows, you get to hybrid children. And hybrid children are the newest wave of children coming to this earth. I would honestly um, peg them as like being ages four and under five and under and there are there are some that are older and all of that but in general that big wave I feel like really started coming in about three four years ago Um, and so hybrids are are not fully human really they hold they hold so much of their extraterrestrial knowledge within them that um that it's like they're not even of this earth and they're really stinking cool. They also have incredible um, kinesthetic powers. They're the ones that all just like hold the metal spoon out in front of you and be able to bend the spoon with their mind. And I've seen it happen. It's totally real. It does happen. Uh, So what about you T? What do you want to add to the hybrids? Well, you know, here on T-Show, we ain't scared to talk about nothing. So (laughs) we're going to go even deeper than that, girl, because, you know, T will go deep with it. But uh, here's what what I look at hybrid children. And I I know that some people are like, okay, so there's a mother here that gives birth to a child here that is mainly from another planet. Well, I associate that with more of star children like me, where I said I'm a star seed. You know, star seeds come and we reincarnate onto this earth. We're born onto into an earth being, but we have all the knowledge of still being a star being. That's what I acknowledge mm-hmm. that is. But a hybrid child would be more of, get ready for you guys. Y'all got your seatbelts on because we get ready to take a wild <laughs> ride. But, girl. But hybrid children to me is where there are alien abductions. Let's go there for a minute. Where there are alien abductions where women are having their eggs extracted and being used to create children on other planets. Now, stay with me, people. Too many people done clicked off. Stay with me. <laughs> no, I, I don't think anybody clicked off. I'm just being dramatic. But um, but this is what they're called. Have I ever seen one? Let's be honest. Have I ever seen one? No. Have I ever met one? No. But I have met people and have clients that say this is what's going on. They're, they've been abducted. Their eggs have been taken. And they, every now and then, are being brought back to the ship to care for the hybrid children that they made there. Now, Sarah, what about that? <laughs> ah, um, yes, that's totally happening, and I fully acknowledge that. I know several abductees. Um, I am even an abductee, um, and so, yes, that, that's there. Right. Um, I do feel that there is hybrids living on this planet, though. Um, So do you agree or no? Yes, I do. Have I ever seen one? No, but I will say this. 
I having clients that I do and here and, and mind you, I Sarah, you know we get clients from everywhere. Sometimes they say the most craziest things and you think that can't be true. But sometimes (laughs) when they talk, you know they're telling the truth. No matter how crazy it sounds, you know they're being honest just from who you are and what you Mm -hmm. feel. But, yes, I honestly feel like this has happened. Maybe the hybrid child that they had looks human enough to where they can care for it here. Or or maybe – Someone came from there, here, and she had the baby here, and it looked human enough. So do I believe it? Yes, I do, because who are you to say it's not happening if you can't prove it's not? You know what I mean? But I honestly believe it happens. I honestly believe there's hybrid children here. I honestly believe that women are being abducted and there's children on other planets, because think about that. Now, we're going to go way back, people. Think about what they said with the Anunnaki. Now, if you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about where that we're going back to Egyptian days now, where Akhenaten and the sun god and all that, and, and they said that the humans would mate with the aliens to make the workers to build the pyramids, and we could go on all, all day with that. But what I'm saying is that would not be the first time that that aliens have come to this planet to mate with the humans to make a race. Now, if you'll remember, there were lots of types of human races in the very beginning. There was hominid. I mean, I could just keep going, but that's another show. But you understand what I'm saying. It's not like it hasn't happened before where aliens have come to this planet, made it with the people here to make another race. Now, you can believe it. You cannot believe it. I don't really care, but there there's enough out there to suggest that it happened. Plus, you have to look at our DNA. You have to look at everything. And and I know there's a lot of people out there that's like we're we're made in God's eyes. And yeah, okay. But but I'm just stating that this <laughs> this is true. This happens, and it's throughout history. And there's just too much out there. And I'm not going into the whole ancient alien theory because Giorgio is not mm-hmm. on the show, so we are not going there. But I'm just saying this whether you want to believe it or not and stay in your little shell is fine but it absolutely happens and this is what I think I think that that more children are being born with these uh, crystal powers with the indigo powers with the star seeds that are coming here to open up people's minds to get them to become more awake So when the hybrid Mm -hmm. children and the rainbow children and more of them come, we're kind of desensitized to it. We're more understanding and more accepting of it because we've already heard about it. We've been dealing with it slowly. If you think about it, it's the same way the government works. They slowly make things happen to desensitize you to the big effect. And so that's what I feel is happening with the higher frequency children and everything that's happening because there's so much more out there. Come on, you guys, you'd have to be the most narcissistic people on earth to think that we are the only planet that has life in in a universe of galaxies and galaxies and planets and planets. Come on now. There's no way we're the only planet that has any life. So think about that, okay? So... So, yes, it's absolutely possible. Yes, I believe it's happening. And, yes, I believe these women when they say that they have children on other planets and that they're abducted and being experimented on because I absolutely believe it happens. Okay, Sarah, now that I've said my piece, Sarah's like, yeah, now that you've talked for 20 minutes. (laughs) You go, girl. 
Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, and the interesting thing about, um, so I'm going to back us up to both rainbows and hybrids is that they're very gender fluid. Um, and so, you know, for, for those of you that are kind of keeping track with our youth, um, you know, at first youth just came out as, as maybe gay or bi or, or whatever they were straight. Right. But they, they kind of drew that line. And then now it's going even deeper to like a gender fluid because they just, they just are right. It's like, I just see myself as me. Why do I have to identify with, with one sex? Um, So that's another really interesting thing about both the rainbows and the hybrid children. Um, I can tell you that I do know what I would call a hybrid child, and they're absolutely incredible, absolutely incredible. And um, they do have larger eyes, and it's like when you look into their eyes, you get you get smacked right in your third eye, right in your forehead. It's almost like this laser beam of light just hits you and, and pours you know, sizzling butter into your brain. It's really fascinating um, how it works to, and I believe that there is, you know, some sort of activation or initiation happening with the eye gazing. Um, what do you think, T? I, I honestly, oh my God, I agree with you so much. Let, let me even go deeper with this because she's like, I knew you would, but um of the soul, yada, 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 everybody says it. Um, think of looking Think of looking at somebody that you talk to every day like your best friend. You know their eyes. You know that you talk to them. You know you feel that personal sense. Now, now imagine looking at a child or even a person that when you look at their eyes, it's almost as if your mind has opened up to a whole new dimension of possibilities. That's what happens. It's almost like an instantaneous activation. It just is like, whoa. It just kind of kicks you back, and you're not really sure what's going on. And a lot of people say, okay, what do these eyes look like? Are they blue? Are they green? Are they brown? And, and you know, and, and I've, seen, I've seen the videos, and I've seen the pictures of the star children where they, they tend to go and find the children with the beautifulest, bluest eyes or the beautifulest, greenest eyes or the yellow <laughs> yep. eyes or the eyes and you're like why do they do that I mean seriously because the eye color doesn't even matter it can be any color there's not like a special thing going on with the eyes there's not like prisms in the Mm -hmm. eyes that you're like I recognize that as a star child because their eyes are sending rainbows no it's that doesn't happen I mean they can have brown eyes they can have black eyes they can have blue eyes green eyes it doesn't matter it's about what's in the soul behind the eyes. That's what radiates forward. I don't care what color their eyes are. Their eyes just appear different to you because of what they send out. So, yeah, it is kind of like an instant activation type thing that happens when they look at you. It's almost like you gain some type of knowledge or awakening that wasn't there before. So, yeah. That's what that's what I feel. That's what I pick up. Now let's let's go back a minute. You you know what's funny? If y'all know me, you know that I love pushing the buttons. Yeah, y'all know that. But um, <laughs> it's like the more the more we talk about the hybrid children, it's like people hang up or like 
I get a message on Facebook. Oh, you shouldn't talk about that. Yeah, okay. Let, let me let me go even further. Then let me really make some people mad. So <laughs> so now let let me go into the whole concept because this one girl said I guess I had said something about we're not made in God's eyes. I'm not even going to go there. If y'all know me, I I am not even going to touch religion or politics. I don't go to either one of them. But but I do want to say this. I I, I want to say that I I 100% believe in spiritual beings, which I consider to be in the angel realm, like the Akashic, the angels, the spiritual angels and all that. And I believe they reincarnate here and they probably reincarnate as the crystal children because I always talk about how spiritual beings are the go-between between the the arrogant star beings and the earth beings and they need something in between to kind of keep the peace and I feel like that that's probably the crystal children and stuff (laughs) that are born here but if you think about it and you really want to go deep into it because we were talking about like no gender and things like that Think about angels. When's the last time you heard of an angel actually having a gender? You know, even if they say they do, they don't. I can't tell you how many times I've heard Shamuel mentioned as a woman and a man, you know, as a he and a she. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many times people will call an angel a he or a she and then say, oh, she has the pink trumpet of peace or he blows the pink ray of light, but you're talking about the same person. So, again, I think it comes down to earth beings and trying to label everything. You know, I think that earth beings here just just label everything to death. And I think that if you aren't very open and that you're trying to become open, to be cynical of what other people say and their own belief – is you being more of an earth being shut down because when you're open, you kind of have to listen to everything. And I'm not saying everything's correct, but you kind of need to be open to to everything and kind of listen to it and then use your own inner intuition. I'm not talking about what you were taught as a child. I'm not talking about what society made you believe. I'm not talking about when your parents made you go to church every Sunday and you didn't want to go. I'm not talking about those beliefs. I'm talking about your inner core intuitive beliefs. That's what you need to start using. That's what will wake you up. That's what will put you on a higher frequency. That's what will make you more understanding to what is going on around us. And until people start to change these societal beliefs and start believing in themselves and trusting their inner core intuition, nothing is going to change, in my opinion. And it's not going to matter how many different types of children come here if nobody is willing to listen. Do you agree? Completely, completely, absolutely. That that was huge. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try and unravel it, right? Um, yeah. Well, and and you know, so many people will see the archangels, and then there will be like a, a male version and a female version, and and me being a full body channel and and working with the ascended masters in the angelic realm, and even the Christ realm and the Buddha realm. Um, you know, you you get a general feeling of, oh, this might feel a little more masculine or it might feel a little more feminine. But which of us doesn't have a balance of masculine and feminine within us, right? It's it's all it's all there and it's all one. And so really I love what you said about just being open and receiving and and not judging right away right because we and if we were to step into religion what what religion says that we don't all come from one beautiful source 
you know, and then and then we get here as humans, and what do we do? We separate ourselves from each other, and oh, well, you're not beautiful because you're not from this source or this or that, and and it is it is it's saddening. It's really saddening because I, for me, I see people at their soul level, which means I look at you and I look I look past all your crap, right? I look past <laughs> who you are on the outside. Um, you know, what you've done in the past, what you've done in the future, all of that. And I see you for that beautiful, miraculous soul that you are. And if each and every person could just take a breath and do that, right, especially doing it with someone who might irritate them or someone who they might consider an enemy, then, then you really see that we all are we all are the same heart, right? We all are the same light. Um, yeah. So what do you think, T? You know, I, I think that takes me back to when we were talking about the crystal children and how I said that I felt the crystal and the indigos were making it more ready for the rainbow children to come because I, and I, I completely agree, the rainbow children are already here, but as far as being heard more than what they're actually heard, I feel like the indigo children say, come on, give everybody an equal shot, let's do this, this is ridiculous, where the crystal children are like, you know, being empathetic to everybody and trying to get everybody to get along and compromise and, and taking the, the the softer way to get everybody to see what's going on and open up. Mm-hmm. And then you've got the rainbow children just coming out like Woodstock going, follow me, we got this, you know. And I think that, I think it is, I think it's like a pattern. I think the star seeds are here with their, with their multitude of, of powers and psychic abilities um, to kind of open up that realm to kind of raise the frequency of everybody so they can pay attention to the other things that are going on. And I do believe that the rainbow children will open up the way for the hybrids to come. And so, yeah, I think that everything's kind of like a ladder and working toward each other. So I already believe the star seeds are activated. I already believe the indigo children are activated. I believe the crystal children have been activated for quite some time. I believe the rainbow Mm -hmm. children are just now activating to a point to where they they're feeling activated because there's a point where you don't feel activated like nobody else is activated and then there's a point where you feel like someone's pushed a button and now we're all activated and then I feel that Mm -hmm. once all that is here and accepted and a new way of thinking starts to happen then I think the hybrid children can appear and come and it's just the norm absolutely absolutely and yeah, and and you know, I I think that we're really we're in a pressure cooker here in in the states. <laughs> uh, if you haven't noticed, and we won't go into you know politics or or all the shootings and things like that, but but we are in that pressure cooker of duality, and it's like the the good keeps getting better, but the bad keeps getting worse, and um. And, you know, there, there comes a point, there comes this catalytic event where everything kind of merges back together. And so I think that we're just getting to, to that place. And that catalytic event doesn't have to be some, some crazy earth event, right? It could just be an awakening. It could be a new, a new way of being. 
Um, and so please don't think that, you know, an asteroid's going to hit the Earth or anything anytime <laughs> soon. Um, what do you think, T? <laughs> I, I, I think that's funny because when I was talking about my whole premonition, now everybody's going to be like, oh, my God, <laughs> T said that that everything was going to fall off the planet. <laughs> I, I was like, why did I even say that? But it is absolutely true, you know. I um, You know, it's funny, and, and I'm going to take this way back to when um, I believed in the beginning when I when I came out the psychic closet that everybody would be extremely judgmental of everything that I knew to be, but I didn't see very much out there because I lived in this Bible Belt town, and I didn't see anybody doing what I was doing. So I kind of stayed with the norm and kind of followed the crowd and like a good little girl and, and did my lawyer stuff and did what I was supposed to do because I felt like I would be uh, judged for my way of thinking. And I think that's what stops a lot of people from admitting to a lot of things that they believe in. And that's what puts up blocks for changes to happen is when people are so scared of what others are going to think of them that they don't even go there. And that's why I do shows like this. This is why me and Sarah talk about these crazy stuff because other people are scared to talk about it and bring it out. But guess what? We scared over here. So we will talk about, we will answer all those questions that people are scared to talk about. Now, are you going to always agree with us? No, you're not. Is some of the stuff we say going to sound crazy to you? Probably. But just the fact that you're listening and willing to listen to us is you being open-minded, and that's what opens the world for change. Definitely. And, and, and sometimes T and I don't even agree with each other. So, you know, if, nope. if our <laughs> listeners aren't agreeing with us, that means it's a good thing. Sometimes me and Sarah do psychic shows and I'll be like, what do you think, Sarah? And she'll be like, girl, no. And I'll be like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it happens. It absolutely happens. But you know, that's good. You want to bring I, I would never want somebody on my show that agreed 100% with everything that I did. That'd be ridiculous. That wouldn't even make sense. That's not even mm-hmm. natural, you know. But, but yeah, I, you know, that's like with, with the whole hybrid children. Sarah's probably on a much higher level with that than I am. Not because I don't believe in it, because I absolutely do, but because she probably experiences that type more with her clients and even herself than I do. And that doesn't mean that mm-hmm. I can't be accepting of it or believe in it because I 100% do. But it just means that I have not experienced it, and that's all. But it's, I honestly believe everything about it. That's why I like doing these shows because things that maybe I'm not familiar with, she can make you familiar with, and, and vice versa. So, so yeah, so – yeah, so I thought it was a pretty good show. I know we're coming to the end, and I thought it was a pretty good show. You know, if you guys have any suggestions of what you'd like us to talk about next, you can go to either one of our Facebook pages, The Illumina Project for Sarah and Tessa Luna Luvia on Facebook for me, and you can find both our websites in the description below. And, yeah, I just want to thank everybody for listening and having an open mind. And, yeah, and continue to be open-minded to things that happen around you so any closing words sarah uh just thank you so much everyone for listening and and you know there was a lot of information there's a lot of different ways of seeing on this world if you have any questions 
contact us. We would love to hear from you and to help you understand better about yourself or your children or, you know, your cousins or whatever. Absolutely. So, okay, so thanks, everybody, for listening, and I'm going to play a song for you from the Thrive Movement. That's thrivemovement.com, and I hope you enjoy it. And I know, me too, and I'll see you guys next time. Good night, everybody. Good night, Sarah. Good night. Good night, T.